0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista Halloween Spooktacular. My name is Mike. I'm not actually Dracula. But by my side, as always, is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? I am good. How are you? I'm doing good. Ready for some Halloween fun. So thanks, everybody, for joining us for episode number... 62. Today is Sunday, October 30th, 2016. And as always, we do encourage you to shop local. But if you're going to do some online shopping, and almost tis the season for that, uh, you can go to Amazon.com. And actually, no, no, Elisa, don't do that. Forget what I just said. Don't go to Amazon.com.
1: No, don't go directly to Amazon.com.
0: Never go directly to Amazon.com. Go to Elisathearnista.com. It's a completely different website. But you different. get to the
1: same place. You'll you'll still end up there. And you benefit the people that you like. Exactly,
0: which hopefully is us.
1: I like us. <laughs> I like us a lot, too. I hope people that are listening do like us as well. That'd That's be like, weird if they were listening to us and don't like if us. If they
0: don't like us, then there's something wrong, but they keep listening, which is okay. If they don't
1: like us, where's the beep button, Mike?
0: Uh, the beep button is... uh There. There. So you go to ElisaTheYarnista.com, and over on the right-hand side, there's a Amazon affiliate banner link over there, and you can click on that, and that'll take you to Amazon.com, which is where you're headed anyway, and when you go shopping there, you put stuff in your cart, you check out. Uh, Amazon may give us a little commission on that purchase for sending you to Amazon, and uh, that helps us out here by helping us pay for things like web hosting and uh, the equipment and Rollo's food, which he needs more of, so...
1: It's on order. Hopefully, it'll not between now and oh, Tuesday. I'm going to
0: get awfully hungry if it doesn't show up on time.
1: I'm a really bad mom. It's been a crazy week. <laughs> no. So, yeah, yesterday morning when you said, oh, there isn't a whole lot of food left, I'm like, oh, I'll order some today I'll, as soon as I get to the store. And then, of course, everything went all kitty kittywampus yeah. again. And so, yeah.
0: As always. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, you can help us out with that. And, again, at lisathearnista.com. Click on Amazon. Everything's exactly the same for you. But that's a good way to help us out here at the program. Uh, you can also go to fireflyfibers.com that is a local yarn shop that elisa and i own here in beaverdam wisconsin and from there you can uh, order all kinds of yarny goodness things like yarn in fact
1: yeah we have yarn
0: we have yarn and all kinds of good stuff If, as always if you uh put 100 dollars worth of stuff into your cart or more when you check out make sure you're using offer code free ship f-r-e-e-s-h-i-p and that'll get you free shipping on that entire order of $100 or more. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah, and, I, I, and I'm a nice lady. So sometimes sure. when I see that it comes through and someone has you know missed that, because I know it's really exciting when you're putting yarn in your cart and then you're like, oh, I'm going to get this yarn. It can be, you know, you get to the end and you just want to get the order in and you forget to enter the offer code.
0: F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. So
1: then I give you your money's back and... Yeah, yeah, but
0: don't don't create extra work for yeah. Lisa. Just use the offer code. It's yeah. also fun because when you type it in, you can say it like that, and that's extra fun. It's
1: like Mike is singing to you, exactly. So yeah, I have a couple. Um, I'll have some updates on the uh, website later this week. Um, the new chill from Sugarbush arrived mm-hmm. this week, cool. um, and that finally got out of the box. Those boxes showed up, and I just wanted to crawl into yeah, a you had corner a whole and cry.
0: Box fort going on.
1: Oh, it was a bad situation. I posted a picture on the Firefly Fibers Facebook page and yep. the Instagram feed. If you want to see what the situation was like, that so yeah, I had some I had boxes that came on Tuesday that I didn't even get to. I don't want to say it was like eighty or ninety pounds of yarn, and then. Um, Wednesday before I had even had a chance to even tackle anything from Wednesday or from mm-hmm. Tuesday, then here comes UPS and FedEx with sure. more boxes, <laughs> and they thought it was funny. They of were just course. stacking them around the counter, so I can't get back to the exactly. back behind the counter. And yeah, they're funny guys. So, um, but yeah, the chill arrived from Sugarbush. It's beautiful. Um, I've had a few people come in and get it for um, both. It seems like it's all Jane Richmond projects. I, someone got it for sure. um, the Marion Cowell um which would be two balls and the new scarf um from within I can't remember the name of it but that one I'm, I'll be knitting that one up so and that one uses four balls but that'll be on the website later this week um and um unicorn tails those also came we got a big box of stuff from tosh so that hasn't made it out of the box yet but we will have more the the totals will be updated probably wednesday or thursday for everything um and then we did get some more wool stock and thank you mike for updating or putting tags on everything i'm good at putting stickers on things
0: yeah i learned that from a young age in my my sticker book
1: your sticker book you're stuck on stickers it might have been. From I had there. a whole
0: bunch of Scratch and Sniffs. and Oh, yeah. The yeah.
1: stuff that you'd order with the book club from the, the yeah. Scholastic Book Fair.
0: It might actually be. I might have that here, actually. I think I know where that might be. Although actually, it be- no, I you, don't.
1: It better not be mine because I have my own. We should compare someday. I have all sorts of Lisa Frank stickers. and I
0: know where it was until, until we moved rooms. Now I'm not sure. Oh, I bet it's out in the garage. I bet it's in the garage somewhere.
1: Mine's out in the garage. Maybe they're hanging out.
0: They might. Yeah, they're comparing stickers.
1: Yeah. So uh, what was the other thing I was going to say about the website? Something I don't else we got, we did get, uh, within as restock. So if you were looking online and they weren't gone, there are more there. So I can ship those out. There was something else I can't remember now.
0: That's okay. You can just go to fireflyfibers.com and just poke around and yeah. see all the cool stuff out there. And I'm going to take this week and I've got one more week to plug my extra life, extra life, actually extra dash life.org slash participants slash big Mike,
1: hashtag. For the kids.
0: Hashtag for the kids. So I'm going to be doing that uh, again November 12th. Um, got some pretty good donations already. And of course, uh, we'll always take some more. That's mm-hmm. going to benefit the Children's Hospitals of Wisconsin. Your donation is 100% tax deductible. And it all goes to uh, Children's Hospitals of Wisconsin. Nothing is used for overhead or administrative costs or anything like that. So everything you donate goes directly for the kids. Um, and like How I said. How much
1: are they at right now?
0: How much are what? They, oh, they just announced they're at like three and a half million.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yep. And there will be, so the official day is November 5th. Uh, there'll be a lot, I'm sure a lot of more. Probably they'll probably double that at least on the 5th uh, when everybody's doing their stuff. And then I will be doing mine on the 12th and I'll be doing live streaming the whole day if possible. I think I've got enough stuff to fill 24 hours. We'll see. That's gonna be, my only concern is filling that 24 hours worth of stuff.
1: I, I think you're over-prepared, and I think you're good at this point.
0: Yeah, I'll probably be okay. I don't have a lot of stuff, but I'll be fine. I can find games. Of, I can sit down and play like one game for like 10 hours if I have to. <laughs> I'll figure something out. So you can join me for that. Um, I'll put links um, all over the place, and hopefully I will be writing a blog post at some point for Lisa's website about it.
1: This week you'll be I will I'm going to give you a reminder. I'm going to give yeah. you an appointment and I'm going to send it to you and you're going to have like 18 reminders for it.
0: Maybe I'm like, woman, shut up, leave me alone. But yeah, so I'll have, I'll have links for all of that. If you want to uh, donate, I'll put a link there uh, on the right hand side. There's a donation thing you can like a little thermometer you can click on. It'll take you to my donation page. You can uh, make your donation there. And then on November 12th, make sure you go to twitch.tv slash big underscore Mike underscore Mike, and you can watch all the fun there for the entire entire 24 hours if you want. Set, set a challenge for yourself. Come uh, later in the evening, watch Elisa play some Goat Simulator with me.
1: I will definitely play Goat Simulator, but you might have to help me get the hat that I want.
0: I don't know where the hat is. It's no, been the, so hat is to the hat is in the hat store. Uh, we'll track it down.
1: It's in the hat store. It's after you go to the party on the rooftop. Yeah. It's it's awesome.
0: Goat Simulator is a really good game. I it love sounds, it when the goat gets stuck. It sounds just as ridiculous as it is. Mm-hmm. So there you go. On November 12th, um, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, if you want to learn more about Extra Life, whatever you want to do, send us an email to podcast at elisathearnista.com and we'll very likely address that uh, on the air with you.
1: I remembered. What'd you remember? I remembered the other thing I was going to talk about oh, that's on the website. Go for it. Well, actually, two things creepers i know it's been Spend a big a whole week.
0: show promoting the store
1: no the, so the we have the new knit along i just posted that today the email will be going out tuesday morning
0: i already got the email but it's on the, special
1: well you had to proofread it mike said it's <laughs> fine so if there's anything wrong in the email it's mike's fault yeah i'll take the blame um and so that is posted on the events page or under the, the classes and events and then it's under knit alongs um and i am working really hard to get it out to we're we're transitioning a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. so i'm working to be able to make it available for our online community too so not just local um the other thing is if you are local um the within trunk show is visiting the store cool Good. so you should come and see it because everything is really pretty in person
0: yeah
1: yeah it i want to knit everything six- All six of them. Yep. Yeah. It's beautiful stuff. Very cool. I sound like I did not get any sleep at all. You sound fine. I feel like my voice is all like I smoked a pack of cigarettes. Did you? No, I did not smoke a pack of cigarettes. No.
0: No. All right. So that's all the store stuff. And then that's going to bring us to our very next segment on the program. And I don't have any halloween type music for that. So I'll just go like this. What's knitting, Lisa?
1: I don't know if I remember how to knit. What? You've done a lot of knitting. I haven't done... I did a little bit. I I was knitting... Well, I I don't have anything exciting that I'm knitting on right now. I had to rip back my sweater. Oh, no. My timber card again, because I was... My thing... Yeah, it was not right. I was not happy with it. So I ripped it back to the the neckband, to the collar, so... Bummer. I'm going to get going on it again. I wasn't happy with it, so... I wasn't like an inch or two inches past the sleeve divide, so... Yeah. I ripped out quite a bit, but... I had some supportive ladies at the store, and I uh, went and hooked it up to the ball winder and said bye bye. And
0: sometimes you have to make that decision.
1: Yep. It's so just the way it is, I'm getting going on that. Um, but I've been actually knitting. Um, last night, I was knitting on a. I'm trying to decide between a couple different uh, superwash worsted weight yarns. So I've kind of I'm knitting something, but not really knitting something. Okay. I mean, it's not going to be anything other than throw it in the washing machine in the dryer and see which one I like better.
0: So well, that's all part of it, though, yeah. I
1: suppose. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to get some new yarn. But, um, yeah, I haven't been actually doing anything. Everything that's been in progress is still in progress right now. Yeah. So no so. major updates? No, but I did post a picture on Instagram that got a lot of love, that picture of um, the pile of all of my FOs that I need to talk about. So yeah, I'm going to hopefully find some time tomorrow to blog about Write at least up. one of them. Yeah. The, Good the my green sweater that i love my colorado sweater sure so but yeah that was yeah that was a lot of stuff i found like you remember last week i realized that i had forgotten about an entire bag of fo's that i yeah. had in my knitting bag so i got them all out and sorted out and so yeah cool
0: so look for that on the mm-hmm. blog hopefully tomorrow or sometime this week
1: yeah and Mike will be blogging too, right, Mike?
0: That's the plan. Okay, it'll, it'll be a short one. I don't have a whole heck of a lot to say, but it'll be it'll be some content about something or other. We'll okay. see. <laughs> it'll be good. You're I'll a good writer. Well, You're good at putting words together. I'll try to make it somewhat entertaining. We'll see what happens. All right. So, being a Halloween show, what do you think? At least, do you want to do news first, or should we do? Because we're gonna we're gonna do a top five, our top five Halloween movies.
1: You said scary movies, not Halloween movies. Or horror
0: movies. Scary horror movies.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what do you want to do?
0: Um I'll leave it up to you. Let's do the top five first. How about that? Okay. So we're gonna go right into that. I'm gonna grab my phone because that's where my list resides. Do you wanna go first or should I go first? You go first. Oh boy. All right, let me get my list up here. So I'm gonna start out, I'm gonna start out by saying that these are my top five favorite Halloween scary movies. That is not to say that they are the best horror movies in the land, because they are certainly not that, but they are the ones that I hold the most fondness for.
1: I can guarantee that there's just a lot of emotional attachment with these, and they are not most really the
0: best. Definitely not the best. Um, Mine,
1: however, are the best.
0: I will say I've got five listed here, but contained within those five is technically probably about seven or eight. And We'll, okay. we'll get to those <laughs> as we go through them. So number five is a uh, movie that was filmed in the year 1981. It was filmed right here in Beaverdam, Wisconsin. A little little horror movie called The Pit.
1: It's kind of an awful movie.
0: It's really good.
1: It's really awful, and every time <laughs> I drive down that street to, on my way to go to work by those houses, I'm like, oh, that is really cool.
0: Yeah, and it's uh, it, it was, it's a, I think it was shot by a Canadian filmmaker here in Beaverdam, and some of a like uh, the Williams public library is, mm-hmm. is featured in there and a little bit of the downtown and the in front of the store the front of the store for about a millionth of a second is oh is yeah in we there. went
1: we went back and watched it and we, yeah we i think we wore that part out on the dvd yeah,
0: trying to trying to actually see it and the interior there's a lot of uh interior shots of the wayland academy library is in there but basically it's a movie about a kid who has a teddy bear who is basically like talking to him and telling him to do things and there's a pit the pit was actually in Horicon. The pit was not in Beaver Dam.
1: Well, that makes sense, considering the, the, the discoveries out at the Horicon Marsh. Well, that,
0: yeah. <laughs> was it a Horicon or was it... Yeah, maybe... I think it was Horicon. But Are you sure? I, huh. It was either Horicon or it was a little north. I have to look it up again, but... Oh, yeah. Mike, and so there's a whole...
1: You've ruined it now with your inaccuracies. Well,
0: I'm going to have to figure it out because I'm in negotiations right now to pe- uh, appear on the man's man film review as a pit expert well so you better
1: you better brush up then if you're going to be Up a
0: little bit yeah a friend of mine tom has a, a podcast where he and a friend of his uh, reveal review films so like mainly action movies from the 80s and early 90s and bad horror movies and stuff like that and then and this is the 25th anniversary of the pit it's best just been re-released on blu-ray and to celebrate they're going to do an episode on the pit and if, I, I'm going to make an appearance on that show, and I'll talk more about that when that happens. But yeah, The Pit is not a great movie. It's very campy, and it's yeah. it's uh, like like a psychological type thriller, and it's actually better than it has any right to be. But mainly because it was filmed here in Beaver Dam, it is it is one of my one of my favorites because of that. And that's number five. That's
1: pretty amazing.
0: It is. It's great. It's if you haven't seen it, you should definitely watch it. Uh, it's not like it's not streaming on Netflix or anything like that, but you can probably get the DVD from Netflix. Otherwise, you can buy it on Amazon right now. It's out on Blu-ray and DVD, just re-released. The Trollologues, which are the 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 monsters that he. He feeds people too. And I I read about that a little bit yesterday that the director, like the guy who wrote the original screenplay, the word was supposed to be troglodytes, which is a real word. But the kid couldn't say troglodytes. So he said something like, I can't even remember what what it was. But the director thought it was good or funny or something. So he went with it. And said, no, from now on, you say trollolog, which is just silly and weird. But yeah, so the, <laughs> the nonsense of word that's not very scary, and it's got a pretty good twist ending at the end. Kinda, oh,
1: the ending! Yeah, I think the ending was the best part. Like the
0: last five seconds, probably kind of make that movie. Yeah. at the end, but
1: yeah, you're kind of watch, watching all the way through, and you're like, oh, I don't know about this. In the very end, yeah, it was it was pretty good.
0: <laughs> so if you're from the area, especially if you're from Beaver Dam, it's worth checking out just because it's it's not great. I would say definitely don't watch it with the kids around, but. It's a, it's a terrible, or it's a good, terrible movie. is one, it's one of those.
1: Okay. So we have our top five. It didn't yep. have to, so they're, so again, I'm breaking the rules.
0: I'm breaking the rules too. Oh, okay. So.
1: All right. So, um, my top five, I think I, I have like horror movies that have like impacted me a lot as far as like horror movies, like, you know. Classic horror movies, sure. But I some of them I don't think I can ever probably watch again. No, because they're too horror. Yeah, that are just like I kind of group them all together like as like awesome. So these are my my favorite classic horror movies. So I actually have three that I've put in here. Um. So there's The Exorcist, which we talked about sure. this last night. That I can never ever watch it again. It no. was I could barely watch it all the way through the first time. It was terrifying.
0: Which stay tuned because we'll have a piece of Canadian canoes that involves The Exorcist in a few minutes here.
1: Someone spitting pea soup. Or, sure. Um, Psycho is also in there, of course, because Classic. it's yeah. So um, are we at,
0: are we even at number 5 yet or what is, what's happening right this now? This is number 5. These oh. are all my number 5s. Oh, you got a whole bunch I tied. I yeah, five?
1: well, they're just like classic horror movies that I just I mean, they're they're I wouldn't say like any one of them is like my favorite, but they are definitely they can all fit together as okay. they can share five. How about that? Sounds good. Um Poltergeist. Sure. Which is also a terrifying one think to they were watch again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was terrifying. And um, I don't remember how many times I saw it, but the birds. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah, that one was terrifying. So those are all, like, I mean, they impacted me, like, equally uh, when I was young. Yeah. So those are all of my
0: top five. Yeah, I would my, put my those all five. kind of in the same category. Well, oh, thank you. Those I'm glad I,
1: I did okay. That's my number five. Okay. I was going to say, you
0: just went through your whole five. No, okay. that
1: that is my number five. Because <laughs> okay. I felt like I wanted to pick, like, something classic. Because yeah. the other ones I picked aren't, like, well, okay, some of them are classic. But,
0: yeah. But those are classic classics. Those, those are, are ones my Those that are
1: my classics that just kind of scare me.
0: You turn on to HBO death. or you turn on TV on Halloween weekend. Yeah. Those are probably running twenty four hours a day somewhere right now.
1: Yep. Yep. I love Hitchcock movies too.
0: Yeah.
1: Which I haven't seen a Hitchcock movie in a long time.
0: No, he knew what he was doing, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Ready for my number four? Yeah, go. So my number four is uh, one that Elisa is going to disagree with. I know this for a fact because we were talking about this on the way home yesterday. My number four for a lot of very different, diff- a lot of various different reasons beyond just the movie itself is The Blair Witch Project. Uh-huh. Elisa doesn't like that movie. I thought I thought it was really well done. This is a movie that, uh, for those who haven't watched it, was kind of a found film kind of a thing where the was it three teenagers i think they went out into the woods they were chasing down the this uh mystery or the uh myth or story of this the blair witch so they went to the town and talked to some of the people in the township and uh they they kind of wandered around the woods and and the way that it was filmed was all very interesting because it's not like they went out with a a real set script and they memorized lines and they went out and uh, repeated their lines and, and said their lines and stuff. A lot of the situations that these three teens came, came across were things that were set up without their knowing. So a lot of the reactions you get are things that are more real, things that are more, I guess, legitimate. Like there was this one scene where they had all of the, I don't know what you would call them. All the sticks are all tied together in the in the Blair Witch mm-hmm. kind of thing. That was unexpected. So it's that they came across that kind of without knowing anything. The scene where they kind of wandered around in a big circle and they started arguing about the fact that they just kind of spent the whole day walking in a circle. That actually happened, and that that was all real. That they just kind of they walked all day and didn't end up anywhere and didn't get anywhere. And uh, the end. Like where they, I don't want to, well, I suppose everybody at, the, at this point. So there might be some spoilers. Maybe we should say that there might be some spoilers in this conversation, <laughs> but at the very end,
1: I think it's safe to say that neither one of us have watched anything that is like really current as, yeah, as far as a horror movie, like the
0: favorites. But so at the very end, the, the kind of the way, or one of the ways it ends is, is one of the guys, um, from the three is they uh, is in this building in the basement and he's just standing facing the corner at the very end. And the girl walks down and she starts freaking out and yelling at him and yelling his name and he doesn't react. Um And all of that, I thought, was really well done because she did not expect that and she wasn't told that was going to happen. I, obviously, he was aware once he got in there, I think, that that's kind of what his ending piece was going to be. But, yeah, and she didn't know. But even beyond the movie itself, the whole uh marketing campaign for it was, was amazing because the internet was still relatively new at this point. This was back in... It was like 98 or 99, 2000, something like that. No, it wasn't
1: 2000. It was 90, 98 or 99.
0: Yeah, it was like very, so very I was late. living in Fargo. 90, like 98, 99. And so the internet was not super well developed. Obviously, we had all been on Well, not, I guess I can't say we had all been on there because my dad's still not on there very much. But it was...
1: He has an iPad. He knows the, how to get on the interwebs
0: now. The marketing campaign was amazing because it's the whole viral thing where they, were, they, would, they did not come out and say... That this is, you know, this is a horror movie. You should come to the theater and watch it. They were talking. It, it was the whole, it was a viral marketing, like one of the first viral marketing type things where they were saying, "Hey, it's found footage. Is this real?" Everybody thought it was real, and then it was like even people that didn't think it was real thought maybe it could still be real. And it was the marketing behind this thing was was amazing because it was it was a very low budget, very very low budget, and they used the internet in a different way that it hadn't been used yet to that point. And it was it was really cool.
1: I couldn't get into it. No? No. Yeah, and I remember that's, that's I saw that. I remember exactly where. Because, I mean, I've never gone to, like, well, except when I, when I worked in a movie theater, I, of course, went to a lot of movies. Well, sure. But I, when I worked at, or when after that, I just, I didn't go to a lot of movies. And I remember going and seeing that and... I think I went. I went and saw it because it was like the only thing that was there that night. I think the movie again. Theater, I lived in Fargo.
0: Yeah, I think the movie theater is the wrong place to see that because when yeah. I saw it was with a group of friends out on this in this old farmhouse oh, in the middle of nowhere. The drive home was really fun because it was through a lot of cornfields and woods and things like that. But I think that maybe that's part of it is that with a group of people, yeah, the movie theater. I'm not sure would be the best place to see this movie. When
1: I saw it at a like one of those. It was one of those, you know, like it was like ninety eight or ninety nine. It was, it was one of those, one of the first like movie theaters where you actually like had like meals too. So it was there was like some disruption and stuff like that too. So it wasn't like a. So maybe I need to watch it again.
0: Yeah, I I, I don't know. Do we own it? Maybe it doesn't. I we used to. I don't know if we still do. I don't know if it's held up because I haven't seen it in years. But yeah, I I bought it. I had it on DVD. Whether or not I still do, I, I don't know
1: okay so my number four yeah you might disagree with this because so? we were talking about it last night and my number four because it kept popping up on lists and i'm like hey you know what i guess it kind of is Shaun of the dead and i would rank it higher yeah. just like in general as like a movie that i absolutely love because it's, it's a fantastic it's movie. an amazing it's movie hilarious but it's... i feel like because it's hilarious it can't be any <laughs> higher than number four
0: I think, yeah, I think that works. I think technically, yeah, I I can qualify that as a horror movie, but it's got an undertone. But it has
1: Simon Pegg. I mean, really, I mean, how
0: how, how horrific
1: is it? Right. (laughs) And that one's amazing. I love it. I remember the first time we saw that was at, we were at, um, how... What were we there for? Were we there for Easter or something? I, remember I can't remember. We it were was. at your, we were at your aunt and uncle's. Yeah, and it was on TV, and we missed the beginning of it. And I'm like, what, what in the this? world is this? This is amazing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so we ended up watching it the rest of the way through. So it's it's zombies. Yeah. And before zombies were like super cool because like I know zombies have always been kind of like a cool thing, right? But yeah, it was before before The Walking Dead and all of that. I mean, the movie's probably from. For. What, probably 2000s? Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, it's...
0: The scene where they're throwing records, LPs at the, <laughs> the zombies coming at them. Yeah, like Frisbees, and they're sticking out of their heads.
1: <laughs> oh, it's amazing. It's a really, really good movie. Yeah, and it's funny, and it is. It, and I was thinking about it last night, though, when we were on our way home. Like, you know, there are some moments in there that it is actually scary when they're in the uh-huh. bar, and yeah. And there's oh, yeah. actually, I mean, there's some tearful moments. Sure, yeah. Yeah. It was, it's a good movie.
0: Yeah, all around. Well done. Speaking of zombies, Rallo's sound, sounding like a zombie behind us. He's coughing something up back there. No, he's good now. All right. So, my number three. and
1: He's going to fine. Holy cow.
0: <laughs> he's got a hairball or something going on.
1: <laughs> His face says he's fine. So uh, He's
0: doing okay. My number three is going to be Sleepaway Camp 2. Not Sleepaway Camp 1, because I'm putting this, this is where I'm saying I've got like eight movies in my top five, because this one, so Sleepaway Camp 1 and Sleepaway Camp 2 are very, very different kinds of movies. So Sleepaway Camp 1 was a very kind of a... I think friday the 13th just kind of a normal like slasher teenage slasher type movie where there's you know well there's kids at a sleepaway camp and they all end up dying it's
1: from the 80s i think seeing sleepaway camp and horror movie it is self-explanatory pretty
0: much yeah it's, it, there's no surprise there's to some what amazing the clothes about. and yeah <laughs> but it so the sleepaway camp one it's definitely if you are a fan of those kinds of movies it's definitely worth seeing and again kind of the last like a huge, huge twist at the end, which, which makes the movie. And I'm not going to spoil that one for you because that's kind of the, that's like what it's most famous for. It's if you go on the internets and look about sleep, look up uh, sleepaway camp, that's what everybody's talking about. Sleepaway camp two is more of a, Kind of an emotional tie for me because me and one of my my best friend from like 6th grade, we'd go to his house. and We couldn't do this at my house because at my house there was no way we were going to watch a movie like Sleepaway Camp 2. So we'd go to his house and we would go down to the local, uh, the local grocery store, little teen tiny grocery store, and rent movies when I would spend the night at his place. And of course, being, I don't know, 13, 14 years old, whatever it was, we, we would rent movies that would have the, the best chance of, of blood and gore and death and boobs. And so this one delivers on all accounts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's oh,
1: it an thirteen year old you is right.
0: pitiful. <laughs> it's such a good movie though. But it's really it's there's comedy. you're
1: not selling it to the female populace out there right now.
0: Um, I mean if you'd like people being killed in creative and funny ways. <laughs> this is it's a fantastic movie
1: and i have i have watched all three of them all the way through with you and i have to say they are not terrible
0: no they're they know exactly what they are they deliver on that
1: they're not just i mean they're yeah they're very yeah they're very campy (laughs) they they don't intend them to be like incredible like works of art
0: lisa they're very campy (laughs) oh
1: good you have your own laugh track now
0: But yeah, it, this it's, is
1: what happens when you when I don't laugh, you get your own laugh track. Well,
0: somebody's got to laugh. OK, but uh, Pamela Springsteen, who is Bruce's sister, plays the main character in Sleepaway Camp 2. And yeah, it's just it's fun because there's just some really weird, dumb ways that people die. And it is. I mean, it's tense and scary at points. Don't bother seeing Sleepaway Camp 3. Sleepaway Camp 3 was not very good. Apparently, and I was not really aware of this or I was just aware enough of where enough that i blocked it out of my brain there's a there's a uh, return to sleepaway camp that has all kinds of famous people in it tom was telling me about that huh. when we were talking about uh, the pit kind of organizing and trying to coordinate that whole thing that apparently that's a that's a big deal too so anyway my number three sleepaway camp two
1: my number three is a movie that is very near and dear to my heart. Uh-oh. For a lot of reasons. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: The Lost Boys. There you go. I thought that'd be higher. No, you'll see why, I think. Okay.
0: I thought that'd be at least number two for you.
1: Because it is also funny. So I'm kind Sometimes, of transitioning yeah. back into the, you know, scare the pants off of you kind of movie. Yeah. So, no, it's um, it's one that, I mean, it's definitely one of my favorite Horror movies, but it's not one that I watch to be scared because it doesn't no, really not, scare me.
0: It's not really, there are some I mean, tense moments, but it's definitely, I don't think it's. There's
1: Richard scary. Gilmore, there's Diane yeah. Weest, I mean, there's the Coreys, there's, yeah. yeah. So it's not like. Who's the grandpa? I don't know what his name is, but I he's love it when things, they go and they funny. get in the car and he turns it on and shuts it off and says, that's as close to town as I like to get. Yeah. Yeah, there's just a lot of and the 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 Malamute in there that's Nanook. I used to have a Husky that was named Nanook, yeah. and yeah, which did not help my Corey crush because <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I really I love that movie. It's another. I mean, I feel like it it is definitely a horror movie, but yeah. it's not one that like scares me. I mean, it's no, one. It's... My cousin and I. It's one of my favorite. it, it reminds me of my cousin as I was growing yeah. up, and it reminds me of you sure because there we had when um before we were even dating yeah it was our halloween party it was on at the house at the halloween that was your halloween that was that was my halloween party yeah Yeah. so yeah it's it it's one of my favorite it's honestly it's one of my all-time favorite movies
0: yeah oh no question
1: yep so yeah i love it and yeah edward herman is amazing he's a pretty good
0: bad guy in that movie
1: yeah yeah it's it's Pretty good. So yeah, and I mean some of it is so cheesy, like when they're at the um they're out at the the concert and there's like the big guy and he's playing and then he pulls out a saxophone, the band, and the guy yeah. plays it and pulls out a saxophone and then Jason Patrick goes and gets his ear pierced to impress a girl and then yeah, and <laughs> the eating of the maggots and the worms and like the mind stuff in there. Yeah, that's pretty that. cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good movie. It is. Yeah. I like
0: it. It's not one of my favorites, but I can watch it. You respect
1: it. the fact that I like it yeah. a lot. I know, I kinda. can understand why
0: a lot of people do like it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. And like the that like boardwalk experience with just like the whole, everything that the the weirdness of the the people and the the um what's her I can't even remember what her name. Oh, um Jamie Gertz and her bohemian kind of style and all yeah. that. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's a cool
0: movie. I love it. Alright, Lisa, before I get to know my Number uh, number two. There, I just had to get myself a drink before I go into number two. So number two is in this list for very similar reasons as number three. Number two is also a sequel. Number two is Creepshow 2.
1: I have never seen Creepshow. Creepshow or creep show 2? I have never seen any creep shows.
0: No? No. Should, creep show is creep show is good. I think a lot of people if you ask uh creep show is better than creep show 2, but it does not hold the same sentimental value as creep show 2 does for me.
1: I believe my cousin is a fan of creep show Oh, yeah? I think you and her had a conversation about it at one point. That's, we actually have. I think you had a conversation through me via text message <laughs> we might about still it in Creep
0: Show. Oh. And so the, the premise behind the Creep Show movies is that it's, there's a series of uh, shorter stories within. So it's not like one long narrative where it's a, a, one long story. I think Creep Show is five different stories uh, that are kind of tied together by little vignettes in between. The, the, I think the very last one of, in Creep Show. Is Ted Danson and uh, Leslie Nielsen. What Le- Leslie Nielsen plays the bad guy, and I think he ends actually ends up killing Ted Danson. If I- actually I know he does. Oh, I just remembered how it. You ends. just
1: ruined it for me.
0: No, I didn't. Re- That's not how it ends. There's oh, okay. there's there's things after okay. that. Okay, but so the Creep- credits. No, even before the credits. Okay. But Creepshow too. Uh, there was only three. Uh, movie Stephen King is involved I don't I don't remember if he did I think he did both of them actually um he was actually in as he normally is he makes a cameo in Creepshow 2 he's a truck driver in there but it's a it's a series of three different uh three different stories and there's the the wooden indian there's the raft and there's the hitchhiker the hitchhiker is the third one and it's infinitely quotable there are so many good lines in the movie and it's just fun to quote all of them and uh, similar to my number three I saw this under the same circumstances I was it was rented at, at uh, Kevin's house <laughs> we watched it so many times and uh, yeah your it,
1: parents are gonna know every bad thing you've ever done now
0: has been at Kevin's house yes yeah we taught him you we, turned out okay we taught his little brother how to swear
1: oh I'm sure why would you not <laughs> it was pretty good
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so that was pretty amazing. And, and those are actually pretty good, Creepshow and Creepshow 2. If you like kind of shorter uh, shorter stories, they're actually pretty good. Again, the good slasher kind of things, like the wooden Indian is one where It's like this, like the cigar store Indians, like the, the carved ones. He comes to life and kills a bunch of people for various reasons. I'm not going to go into why, because you have to watch the movie to find out. And The Raft is about a raft. that's about these uh, a group of teenagers that goes up to this lake to go swimming and they get they all end up on this raft, and then there's a big like kind of uh oil-slick looking thing that ends up killing all of them, and then there's a hitchhiker, the lady hits a hitchhiker with her car and takes off, and of course, he's not dead. He comes after her, but it's uh all really good movies. Thanks for the ride, lady. Thanks for the ride Number two::
1: My number two. You might know that what this is. I don't know. if you can't I guess. might know. You might know oh. what I'm saying. You might. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street.
0: Yeah, that's a good one.
1: I. Well, it was. Was it Johnny Depp's
0: first movie? I believe so.
1: Yeah, it was. Um, but yeah, that one I saw actually. I think about the time it came out, and because what I'm looking on IMDb here, I'm trying to find a date on it, and I can't find a date. Oh, 84. So yeah, that one was. Terrifying. I never saw any of the Jason movies and I never saw, yeah. Yeah, so, Friday the 13th. Yeah, yep. so this was, and so this was, I mean, mine was like Nightmare on Elm Street and I watched all of them, but the, the first one is like the most terrifying.
0: Yeah, the first one's actually scary. After that, they kind of get Got silly. funny. Yeah. yeah. But Which yeah, is still so, good, but just in a different way, kind of like the Sleepaway Camp movies.
1: Yeah. Freddie mm-hmm.
0: was. He's a very good character. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, maybe I should, uh, make you a freddy sweater for i would wear that i know so yeah it's um i i love i think the the whole like the the premise behind it of like going to sleep and like being killed in your while you're dreaming yes. is like yeah i'm because i'm such a good sleeper anyway right so that was so you're really good okay. for me no that was really good yeah so i'm probably maybe that's why i can't sleep right because yeah. freddy has been stuck in my head you chased
0: and, it traced it back 20 yeah, years to find go. out yeah
1: 20 years 30. 30 years at this point yeah
0: <laughs> 30 <laughs> whatever you first saw it yeah
1: yeah so but yeah that's my that is my number my number two what is your number one?
0: Oh, so my number one again this is a combo a combo pack It's actually three movies because i couldn't narrow these down because they're both so good so they're both uh nosferatu One of them is the original 1922 version, uh, which is an old silent movie, and it's got a really interesting history because uh, Dracula, Bram Stoker, wrote Dracula in 1897. So this would have been, or this was, the first film adaptation of that story. And it's interesting because. They uh couldn't quite they couldn't get the rights because by the time uh by nineteen twenty two Bram Stoker had had died, his wife was still or his widow was still alive and she wouldn't give the rights for the film to to be made, so they made this movie. That's they,
1: amazing in the twenties.
0: Yeah. That like Copyright people are hunting still- down that
1: people were hunting down other they were looking for other people and actually seeking I mean it's like I mean, cause you couldn't just like email her.
0: Right. No, you have to go and either write a letter or go visit in person or whatever. And she did. She did not want to give the rights for the film to be made. So what they ended up doing was they uh, they changed some of the names and they changed some of the the plot points in it, um, but not enough to avoid copyright issues. And so there was. They went to court and they were instructed to destroy all of the film uh for it all of like you know they they make a bunch of copies of it and they go around the country just like a you know a theater does now um of course now it's most, mostly digital but this was actually on on film so they were they were all supposed to have been destroyed turns out they weren't all destroyed fortunately for us because they turned back up i don't know later in the 70s or 60s or something like that but uh the cinematography uh the story everything in that is just amazing um and if you haven't seen it, it's only like an hour long. It's a little over an hour, I think, mm-hmm. something like that, seventy-six minutes, I think. Uh, definitely worth seeing. The version that I have on DVD has a uh, typo-negative soundtrack, which is amazing because it takes one of my not my, one of my my favorite band of all time and takes some of their music and, and plays it as the soundtrack. Because as a silent film, they you know there was no dialogue or anything like that or. or um, you know, really Mm -hmm. music to go with it, which I think that was destroyed because nobody really knows what the music was supposed to be. Because normally when they had those silent films, they'd have a house pianist or organist or something like that, that would play along with the movie and they'd have their, their music and then play along as the movie was going. So nobody really knows what the music was supposed to be for the movie. So this was kind of cool that they did the the typo negative with it. So I've watched that roughly a million times, not in a while. I should probably pull that out again and watch it. But, um, the other version is also Nosferatu, uh, Phantom der Nacht. The German version uh, was directed by uh, Werner Herzog, who was, he's crazy. Like, legitimately, I think he's crazy. And Klaus Kinski played Count Olaf, who was the the vampire, or who was uh, Dracula. And he is apparently a horrible person who was really difficult to work with. So between the two of them, it made made for some very interesting shoots. And they did like three movies together, I think, because they were both just nuts. But I think because they were crazy, it made the movie really good. And one of the things that's really fascinating, beyond the fact that it's beautiful, I mean, just the, the cinematography... And the directing and all of that is just amazing. It just looks incredible and this movie is from seventy nine I believe um, it was shot simultaneously in English and German, and so the German version, of course, you get the subtitles, but what they would do uh is when they they finished filming the German scene, they would refilm it in English. so there's two completely different versions of the film so i've got the the double disc one disc so it's not the
1: dubbed over like hercules in new york
0: no that's not dubbed over although the the voices yeah yeah no (laughs) no but this yeah and it's um, just the process amazes me i can't think of any other movies that were done that way that where they didn't just do overdub the voices or do subtitles or whatever they actually filmed it twice
1: so the actors had no English and German.
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So they did. Yeah, they would do them at the same time. So they they'd run the scene. They they'd say their, you know, thirty seconds of dialogue in German, and then they'd uh, switch over and they'd do the same thirty seconds of dialogue in English. I actually like the, I like the German version better. I like the pacing. I like the way it sounds and in the subtitles and everything. It just feels it feels better. Um, but the 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 idea that they did both of those at the same time in both languages is really cool. And that's my number one. And now I really want to watch those movies. All three of them right in a row.
1: My number one is one that I think I can actually watch again, but I might not be able to sleep for like a week. <laughs> the Shining.
0: Yeah, there you go. I
1: I think I saw it at, I saw it in a very early age. Cause I, you know, like most kids, <clears throat> you know, when you're in your, you know, like what, between what, 10 and, 16 like horror movies are like the best thing ever well yeah and my mom would bring home like amazing horror movies and we had this is when we lived and we lived in the mountains in colorado and my Mm -hmm. parents worked in breckenridge and the guy that owned the video store there she would tell him that you know my daughter likes horror movies and so he would send her home with horror movies for me yeah yeah so we'd watch them together and the shining was one of those that I just i absolutely fell in love with it. There's just so much going on the the well and there's snow, I love snow, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, not when you're like trapped with a crazy man, yeah right, so yeah, that one is um that's one of my favorites the also like w with what you've been saying the the version from nineteen what is it the uh, whoops Trying to get it here. The 1997, we have the the TV series, the TV mini series with Steven Weber. That is terrifying too. A lot
0: of people don't. It's got a bad reputation, but I thought it was good.
1: I thought it was really good, and I feel like I am. In some ways, I feel like it was scarier because I think it's more current. Sure. But yeah, that one is really good. We I don't know where it's at. We have it somewhere. Yeah, that's Maybe somewhere We got it a while ago. But yeah, yeah, that that is definitely um, The Shining is my number my number one. So yeah, I think be. it's a
0: respectable number one. I think yours yours contains more classics than mine. But I think my my number one makes up for my two and three and oh, four I knew, and
1: five. I, I knew you weren't going to be able to <laughs> like select one Nosferatu.
0: No, because they're yeah. You, I can't I can't choose one over the other i didn't no. want to have the same i would i didn't want to have nosferatu as number one and number two because that would be that would be no fun <laughs> but yeah so um, again for mine especially i mean my number one you have to watch those because those are classics and those are just so good but uh three four and five they were they're they're, uh, they're definitely not highest quality or, or best but they're definitely good in their own right
1: yeah, I was a big fan of Stephen King movies in the... Well, I've always been a big fan of Stephen King movies. Because there's always... Yeah. There's something more there. Yeah. Like, I mean, I remember watching Carrie with my mom, too. Yeah, I always watch horror movies with my mom. Yeah. Carrie and Cujo and I didn't like Cujo though because I don't like anything about a dog. That's... Dogs. But Pat Cemetery, I'm still terrified of that. I still think sometimes when I yeah. get out of the shower, there's gonna be like a decomposing dude sit on the toilet, th- just like talking to me. Because there's like a scene in there, like this guy, I don't know why it bothers me so much. Holy cow. But there's like a guy that's like sitting I don't know, the guy that like walks around and talks to him because you know, you can't just bring something back from the dead without, right. you know, there's repercussions. Gonna be yep. There's gonna be issues. So yeah, the Pet Cemetery is another one that I really like. I want to see um, Bag of Bones because I I read the book and I really like the book, and I've heard the movie is really good. But yeah, I'm a, I've liked Stephen King movies for a long time. Sure. Oh, Christine.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's got a lot
1: of that really ones. Good ones. T- have you seen Christine? It's
0: a long time ago.
1: Yeah, that makes you a little afraid of cars for a while. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you might not be able to get out. Yeah, it's
0: fine. It depends on the car. It might be okay to be stuck inside the car.
1: So those are the scary movies. Uh, Yeah. So anything else scary for us?
0: That's our top five. I think at this point now we can move on to some uh knitting canoes. Brains,
1: brains, I will lie. I'll eat the brains till the sound would Sure they might think it's the range, but they won't give it a thought after I've eaten their brains.
0: All right, this week's Canadian canoes theme song comes to us from uh, Voltaire one of my very favorite musical artists of all time um, he's actually got a web series right now called Gothic homemaking on on YouTube it's actually really good it's funny he's I do like
1: Voltaire yes he's he is he's very entertaining
0: he just seems he's super nice and yeah.
1: super nice handsome and entertaining
0: he's good so uh I suppose you can get my Canadian canoes tabs up in here so oh i told you this is coming back so the first one is uh crochet amigurumi exorcist playset, which i'm not sure i would call this a play set but
1: i think that's that's just making me scared of watching the exorcist ever again it's really good that's really good
0: so it's the scene where she's in the bed and elisa mentions uh the uh spitting or throwing up the pea soup earlier and that's what she's doing and it's all done in yarn and it's it's knitted and uh, the
1: rotating of the head, I wonder if her head rotates too, or is it not an interactive exhibit? It's just, probably, this is what it is. It's, it's fixed. You can't, you know.
0: It looks like the, the vomit from her mouth to the, the priest's chest is connected. It's pretty attached. So, yeah. I'm not sure they're going to be able to spin the head around, but this actually brought me to, was a Crochame, C-R-O-S-H-A-M-E. So Crochame.com. And this person, they, I think they sell a lot of these on Etsy, but there's all kinds of stuff on here and some of the Halloween huh. type ones. She's got a was it a Baphomet in here. I I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. Oh, well that but is
1: very sad for Santa.
0: Santa with his eyes getting pecked out. She's got a, a deer with a deer head. I'll make a mounted deer head with the brain exposed. <clears throat> and yeah, so all kinds of different stuff that uh that she does. She does obviously mostly uh Amagurumi type stuff and very cool. Yeah, some very creative interesting detailed work.
1: Poor dead dog.
0: Yeah. That's didn't.
1: Mm. Huh.
0: some uh knitting and crochet in movies. So that's probably I'll look for that. Again, it's kind of the ones that uh you kind of need the the, the visual. visual to go along with it. So I'll I'll post this. I was gonna say I'll post this as always, but last week I didn't post the Canadian Canoes because I went through and, and deleted out all the links before I actually <laughs> <laughs> did the web page to upload it so
1: i was wondering about that but i wasn't going to say anything because i didn't want to no, be a nagging wife so i'm like oh well he maybe just intended to you know oh that poor piggy
0: yeah piggy cut in half or cut in slices but yeah so uh i'll link that on there um so this uh the next one we have oh, right mom's crocheted E.T. costume I actually found this
1: one, didn't I? Did you? Yes, Probably. I think I did.
0: So this one, this this is absolutely incredible to me. So this uh she crocheted a E.T. costume for her two year old son, and it's amazing because it's huge. Because it, it totally like it has the feet and the arms and the hands and everything. It, and it looks like E.T.
1: It
0: looks like E. T. And, like, the head is like a hoodie, so you can, you know, see. But, if, you know, you bend the head down. It just has the, you know, the E.T. head and the E.T. eyes and face and everything. And it,
1: how happy does he look? Seriously, like, he's, like, so excited to be E.T.
0: And warm, probably. <laughs> but, yeah, so she does uh, all kinds of cool stuff. She's got one with the uh, Clint Eastwood from Good, Bad, and the Ugly with the, the poncho and everything. That looks much and, easier to make. Yeah, yeah that one probably didn't take nearly as long as the et1 well
1: didn't it said that she did it like a weekend or something too i think so yeah yeah. she probably also saw a nightmare in elm street and is afraid to go
0: to sleep yeah right so she spends she stays up all night but this actually when i was looking at this led me to another story that says drink free coffee like a gilmore at hundreds of luke's diner pop-ups across america um, yeah. Unfortunately, this was back in October fifth, so we didn't get yeah. the free coffee. This. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, I
1: knew about the pop-ups.
0: Well, you we didn't, didn't have one about, in Beaver yeah, Dam. No, there's two of them in Madison, though.
1: Well, I had to go to work, so I didn't get to go.
0: Well, no, but I didn't just say I didn't know this existed, so I wanted to bring it up and talk about. But this also led me then because the whole trail. Once you get on the internet <laughs> and start clicking and clicking and clicking, apparently there's a town of dot org website. And it's basically uh, well, it's the town of Stars Hollow, and there's all kinds of things on here, like Deer Kirk is pretty good, where there's people write in and they ask Kirk questions, and for some reason, it's not taking me there now oh, it's loading. Apparently the uh, town you of, broke the Internet.: The town of Stars Hollow has, has not paid their Internet bill because it's loading very slowly right now. Uh- oh Holy man. cow. this is uh, how about if I click here? This is not working for her. There we go. So, dear Kirk, may I dress up as you this Halloween? And then Kirk says, I'd be happy to offer my services as a a professional, Kirk, to ensure authenticity of your costume. Dear Kirk, how old is too old to be living with your mother? There's no age cutoff when it comes to attending to your mother. So, very Kirk type answers. Um, Oh, that's what it was doing. It
1: was opening up your mail so you can send Kirk an email. Send Kirk an email. You can ask him anything, Mike. Ask him what do you want to ask him? Uh,
0: Maybe I'll think about that and and I'll ask him a question. But yeah, it's very interesting because it's got all the, in the directory, it's got all the different uh, businesses in the area and little descriptions of each of those. And you can send a town meeting request to, I don't know, to talk about something, I guess.
1: Is it the, do they have the, uh, I think it's, is it the Old Money River? Um, or the old oh my gosh i am so ashamed right now <laughs> Why? let me let me google before i uh shame myself further
0: and the thing that's interesting is that at the bottom it says uh oh uh all content copyright stars hollow last updated may 2007 well that's a lie because they just started updating again apparently they were doing some sort of a countdown on here because their most recent oh, okay. post says the official thing we were counting down to and it's a gilmore girls uh, the trailer for the upcoming season,
1: the Old Money River Bridge Knitathon. That's why I was like, "Is it the Old Money River or the Old Money Bridge or the River?" It's both. It's Old Money River Bridge Knitathon. Don't you remember that? No, they knitted. Oh yeah. Who knitted? They all did. Twilight does not knit. Well, not very well. Huh. We're gonna have to watch that one again then, Mike. Apparently, that is. Let's find it here. That is season something. Um, we're going to check here. It is, I don't know. I'm going to keep looking because I'm not finding. Oh, somebody wants to sell me something. Oh, boy.
0: What are you doing?
1: Trying to find out what episode it is. Mm -hmm. Oh. And then I had a pop-up. Oh, we're going to IMDb. Season 7, Episode 9.
0: All right, that didn't take that long.
1: Well, now I got (laughs) away from, I don't know, some thing that somebody was trying to sell me but yeah I, I can't believe you don't remember that episode
0: i don't know i'm sure if i watched it i would recognize her or remember parts of it
1: i'm sure that's how you roll
0: yeah so you can go and see all of those things what else Elise? i think that's it huh should we bind it off
1: do you have to go make some enchiladas or something
0: yeah i'll get something for uh for dinner started, um, as always, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, you can send us an email to podcast at elisathearnista.com. Um, upcoming on the blog, we've got uh, Elisa's pile of FOs. Hopefully, I will get something on there for Extra Life. You better. There'll be something there. And I realized when I was playing the Brain song from Voltaire, which was something was it something about Billy and Mandy, uh, I think it was Nickelodeon, some kid's show that he did the theme song for, I completely forgot. I played the wrong intro music.
1: I, played I was thinking about that earlier, but I, yeah. You should have said something. I played
0: our Canyon Spells well, music. Well, I
1: thought you were going to do something else. I, thought, I did. I, I just, I assumed you knew what you were doing. Well, I forgot. I thought you had this.
0: Yeah. I spent so much time cutting this up.
1: Which is so silly because when you told me you were going to play this, or you, you you had me listen, you, you demonstrate, you hit play, and yeah. I listened to it. I said but I can't pick Beetlejuice as a scary movie.
0: Nah, it's not a horror, it's a comedy.
1: Just meeting Beetlejuice was horrific, though.
0: (laughs) That was pretty scary. (laughs) For me. (laughs) You know, this reminds me, too, this song and all of the other ones from the Beetlejuice soundtrack. For a summer, I worked in the Wisconsin Dells at a haunted house. Actually, two haunted houses because they're the same people own two different haunted houses. One in in Lake Delavan, one actually in the Dells. And this is one of the... They played this... Soundtrack Everybody knew what it was Everybody knew it was Beetlejuice And then the very last song on the CD Because of course at that point there were no iPods or
1: You couldn't stop it
0: You couldn't pick songs No and the very last track Was the, the, the banana song and so we had to wherever you were in the middle of the the, ha- the house because it was one person running it. Someone had to go stop it. No, I you the person that was doing the scaring had to run to the CD player because otherwise oh, then yeah. it started to do the <laughs> dayo and then it's not dayo is not scary. <laughs> so uh, really,
1: they played that. So I could have put Beetlejuice in there. No, no, that's, I that's I looked it comedy. up at IMDb and it was not a
0: scary movie. So Definitely why were they not using a Beetlejuice?
1: The music is great. It is. Everything about the movie is great.
0: Everything. Oh. Oh, this is an interesting part of the song. All right. So I think I'm going to start this over. We're going to bind it off. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, send those emails to podcast at elisathearnista.com. You can also interact with Elisa on all of her social media venues. Uh, go to elisathearnista.com over in the upper right-hand area there. There's all the Facebook and Twitter and Ravelry and Instagram and all that kind of cool stuff. Uh, you can check in there and see what's going on. Uh, otherwise, I think we're good. We're good. Let's go ahead and bind it off, make some enchiladas, and maybe I'll get started start on my blog post. Good job. All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Take it easy. We will see you next week.
1: Cheers.